Hello, my dear ones. I'm Robert Morris, a naturopathic physician, raw foodist, more of a fruitarian thinker, master herbalist, and this is the Good Foods Podcast, baby. All of us are on a journey towards better health, and we're grateful that you've allowed us to join you on your quest. In this episode... Why would you have clear urine in a sewer system? And it dawned on. And then I connected it to the lymphatic system, and now it all just fit together. Took me a few years to get that all together, but then when I did, it just made all the difference. I went from treating to curing. This is the Good Foods Podcast. And now, here's your host, Shardan. Well, it is so amazing to be able to talk with you again. And of course... I knew there was going to be a little twist to the intro. How are you, Dr. Morris? I'm really well. I'm really well. I think for the last 20, 30 years, I catch myself coming out the same door I'm going in. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. I've got a bunch of B-books going up, some good information coming out to the public about the lymphatic system and about the human as a frugivore. So a lot of good factual scientific stuff coming out that will open a lot of good eyes. So... With what happened to your channel last Friday and then the change this week, I'm beginning to feel it's like the old Donovan song. First there is a mountain, then there is no mountain, then there is. What happened? Well, this has been going on for a lot of years. First two times they took me off, I got an attorney. And then I had a, a federal in-house attorney that I hired. She got me back on. But you know me, I'm one of those guys. I'm going to tell you how it is because... You were on time to sit there and play uh, tiddlywinks anymore. We're on a planet that's decaying fast, and the human body's decaying fast, and you've got to learn how to turn all that around the fact that you're the driver of your car. So you drive your own world, you create your own karmic things, you create everything. You have to learn now the rules of the road and how you can fix the things that you're doing to yourself that you were brainwashed to do. Absolutely. And personally, I'm thrilled that this happened because your new website at drmorse.tv is awesome. It has so much more information. It has so much more information. They did us a huge favor. I know. I know. You know what? We had been doing really well with staying on it, but the uh, company that I sold my herbal formulas to was putting up different videos, and it just created a, uh, I don't know what to call it, but it created a, a problem, and so... It wasn't me that got me off this time, so thank God. It's just a matter of time. We're walking like glass with those guys because, like I said, I'm going to tell the truth when it comes to things. All right, so they got their 15 minutes of aim off, Dr. Morris. Time to talk about all things health. They did. <laughs> I've heard you say that you're not too fond of the term alternative health because yeah. natural health or nature's way can probably be labeled as the original medicine. Why do you think there is this separation of description in terminology? Well, everything obviously is a point of view, right? And so if you're involved in a modality that's been not only tainted, but you started out with wrong theories, you've got a bunch of mad scientists that come out with wrong theories, you look at effects instead of causes, and you're the number one killer of humans on the planet. But your money level is so uh, strong. Your narcissism is so strong. It started out trying to shut down the homeopathics of Europe. The medical community wanted to shut down homeopathy of Europe. Well, that didn't work, obviously. But in doing that, they've instilled certain levels of propaganda that's not true. And one of them is the disease theory. The other one is the germ theory. So whether you look at Burkhoff, you look at Pasteur or Beechop or whoever, 
their theory was totally messed up because they were looking at germs as attacking the human cell as opposed to the opposite, germs as cleansers of nature. So that's a particular science, if you want to call it that, that they just make up whatever they want. It's like here recently, Harvard and Stanford got caught changing their studies. Now, when you do that as a college, you lost your reputation. We need truth in this world. And, you know, that's what we're we're aiming to teach and show you. So talk to us about minerals within our bodies, because I've heard you say that if we heal and support our bodies at the cellular level, well, then we're fortifying ourselves as best we can against whatever might cross our health path, correct? Well, you want to know what? I'm going to say yes and no. Okay. All right. So nutrition, is a flimsy thing that flies in the air, right? Any point of view. Where's your point of view on nutrition? Everyone's got one. Every biochemist has got one. But nature has its own point of view. And that's who I use because that's why we are so successful at getting you up out of wheelchairs and repairing brain lesions and cleaning up your skin. Anything you've got, you can, you know, there's the other side of the coin people don't realize. When you look at the medical, they live on the negative side. So it's always fear-based. It's always, you know, there's no remedy, but we can give you some toxic pharmaceuticals. And those probably have a death rate of 5 to 10% on that. So on our side, we take a look and say, listen, you got to learn that your actions are creating reactions. That's physics. And that chemistry is the ruler of the day on this planet. And there's only two sides of it. Which side are you playing on? And when you look at the two sides of chemistry, and then you understand that the body has a huge sewer system in it you never knew exist, and you put those kind of together, you start to go, oh, I see why I'm suffering. I see why I'm paying here and they can't find it, or my skin is all erupted all over, psoriasis or whatever. I see why, and I can fix it. And I just think the narcissism of allopathy has always tried to suppress an even nature path. So it started out with homeopathy, but of course, they've always suppressed nature out. And man has to wake up from that. When someone wants or needs to focus on their health, I've heard you say that two things are very important, cells and the fluids that supply them. Can you expand on that for us? Okay. So let's look at the body simplistically. If you took apart your human body, you would find it's made up of roughly 100 trillion cells, let's say, and two fluids that circulate around them. So you've got Cells that make up all your tissues, your organs, your glands, your skin, your bones, your muscles, all that stuff, right? That's all cells. But around cells, you have spaces called interstitial spaces. In those spaces, you find two fluids. You find the blood, kitchen. You find the lymph, sewer system, right? Well, they don't know the lymph is a sewer system. They think the blood takes care of the sewage and the nutrition. That means that the blood has to handle both sides of chemistry at the same time. Stupid, impossible. And so and that's what you see because people are trained to eat acid, ash foods. So by eating these type of foods instead of the electrical foods that nature supplies, now you're starting to see the downfall. You're starting to see the acidosis. You're starting to see the failure of the kidneys to filter. You're starting to see the inflammatory process all over. You're starting to see the humps and bumps and the tumors. And this is all your sewer system. Well, they don't know the sewer system. They don't know the lymphatic system well. Matter of fact, they still think there's no lymphatic system in your brain. University of Virginia found the lymph system in the brain of rats in 14. Rats found the lymphatic system in the brain in 15. There are theories. When you step out and start on a wrong theory, you end up wrong all the way down the path. And so 
understanding you have to start thinking of positive things instead of looking at a symptom, looking at a cell and going, you know what, I got to support you. Well, go all the way back and look at the human body. Until you can go to the cellular level, you have to do this. The human body is a food processor. In other words, your eating form, it has to be broken down into the chemistry again. Started out with chemistry, formed into a form. Now you have to break that form apart into the salts. You asked me about minerals, salts. So now your body is breaking this chemistry down and there's electromagnetic energy released with every crib cycle, every little movement, there's energy released and given to the cells around. So it's cool when you understand the electrical side of nature, not just the chemical side of nature, right? So you also have to understand that your body has to digest, which means you have to break apart this food. The second thing your body has to do is absorption, all right? Now, the third thing you have to do is utilize. The adrenal glands produce about 23 mineral cortical steroids. So if you're low in zinc, people think zinc. It's your adrenal glands. Fix your adrenal glands, it'll start utilizing zinc out of your foods. You have to start looking at the body a little differently. And then the fourth thing that your body does as a food processor is elimination. Because of the types of foods man's been eating, he's blocked his sewer systems to the point that the septic tanks, lymph nodes, are swollen everybody. Almost everybody has swollen lymph nodes, meaning that the house on the other side, the cells on the other side of the sewer, the septic tanks, are now going to be inundated with inflammation, acidosis. They're going to start changing their morphology. We're going to call them atypical. Then pretty soon, we're going to call them a cancer cell. The cell is just sitting there being a cell. How do you convert a healthy cell to a cancer cell? And that's the question, Doc. How do you do that? And then you have to understand those two pathways of blood and lymph and the foods and the chemistry you're consuming. You understand those few things and you got it. You understand how the body works, what it needs, what type of chemistry blocks it up, causes mucus to build up all through it, causes tumors and things like this, breaks down your bones and everything else. You can change that around and pretty soon everything builds back and you're whole again. Well, of course, leave it to Dr. Morris to explain something that I've never really thought about. But it, taking that example of zinc and the adrenals, let's say, okay, I want to take zinc to help my adrenals. But as you were saying, if your body needs that zinc somewhere else, it's going to take it. And so it doesn't go to the adrenals. Am I understanding that correctly? You're right. I want you to think of it in another way. I'm a biochemist too. And the family of chemistry, it's a family. Just take arsenic. Now, arsenic is a distant cousin in the family of chemistry. But he's a friendly fellow as a distant cousin. If I bring my distant cousin forward and treat him like my brother, he'll kill me. Chemistry is complete and whole. When you isolate chemistry, you now have opened up bonds for rebonding. So now you have chemistry that's rebonding itself. Now you don't have the same chemistry that nature intended to keep the cells and fluids and everything moving. Ah, now you've got chemistry that's more acidic, chemistry that's inflammatory, chemistry that initiates your immune or lymphatic responses, things like that. And, and there's another thing, calcium. We used to give calcium when you saw arthritis or something like that. Oh, they need calcium. Oh, no, we gave them more arthritis because we didn't understand that the body is pulling the calcium out of the matrix because you're in an acidic condition. And anything that's acidic is going to pull your calcium right out of you. Like when you eat a piece of meat, you're going to lose calcium. You eat drink pasteurized milk, you're going to lose calcium. Dr. Spock, C. Everett Coop, Surgeon General, both said that. 
So can you talk to us a little bit about the body's tissues? What types do we have and maybe on some transformations that you've witnessed through diet over the years? I mean, we have a ton of different cells, but my expertise is more into neurological because everything down from neurological is easy. You've got tumors all through you. Okay, I get it. When you understand that there's a pathway that this tumor was formed and a pathway you can eliminate it from, this is simply your sewer system backed up. Your kidneys are your eliminative organs along with your skin. You fix those eliminative organs properly, and now the tumor has a pathway to come out. The swelling has a pathway to come out. The lipedema has a pathway to come out. And it's not the blood pathway. Blood doesn't have eliminative organs to it. Blood only has the spleen at the lymphoid organ because the blood has to clean itself into the sewer system. It's like at the house. You cut up a bunch of vegetables, you put it down the food disposal, right? And then right out the sewer system. So there's some interfacing of waste and stuff like that in the blood, but most interstitial fluid is only 20% blood and 80% lymphatic. So the lymphatic system is the most dominant system, fluid-based system in the body. And just call the lymphatic system your sewer system, which is your main immune system. You got it. That's it. That's your sewer system. And the waste from every cell has to go out. Medical people believe that your body takes the waste from cells, which are acids, about 3 pH, and dumps them back into the venous system. So massage therapists bought into that. Everybody buys into that. Just like going into your kitchen and pooping in your kitchen. Who does that? <laughs> so if I were to take the Emerald City from the Wizard of Oz as our body, our being, Ooh. our highway going in, only one way going in to the Emerald City, that's our blood. And then there's highways going out. You can only go out that way. And that's the lymphatic system. If it was explained that way to the masses, they would probably understand it better. Well, you take a city. If the city's growing. And so the city has to bring water and sewer out to the new, you know, new properties because you have businesses growing and things like that. They don't just bring water line. They bring your sewer line too because nobody thinks for a minute you're going to dump your sewage back in the water line. Nobody thinks it, but that's medical thinking when it comes to the body. And that is kind of quaintic. And we have a new V book coming out, probably the first of the year, on the lymphatic system. Because I brought out in 74 the kidney connection to that system. And when I did, I started getting calls from all around the world from A and B professors. And the one that I've hooked up with and asked her to co-author these books, she's been 24 years an A and P professor. And she said, You just answered. How the body gets rid of metabolic waste, acids. Because medical arts like you recirculate to a certain point. It's like, really? What's urine for then? What's sweating for? You know, all of these things like that, the medical community is lost through how the body really functions. They're lost in these made-up studies and stuff like that. I don't know where it leads them. Because when you're dubbed the number one killer of humans on the planet, you got to step back and ask yourself, what am I doing wrong? So are there any types of herbs, teas, or specific foods that you would tell someone that they should try or focus on to help in their body's natural elimination or detoxification process? Yeah. So let's go back to when you said something about minerals. So going to the herbal side, you have chemistry in its completed form, and it's electrical because we don't cook anything or eat anything. So you have an electrical food here that has a twist to it. So if you look at the botanical kingdom, look at it as these herbs are designed for body parts or body fluids, not for diseases. That's not what they were created for. Man created the disease syndrome. That's Jenner's thought. 
And then, of course, what's his name, picked it up and uh, Rockefeller. And then you see where we are with that. So if you go before that, everything is, like I said, cause and effect. And all you have to start is eating the alkaline, the other side of chemistry, the base side. You start eating alkaline rich, which is, in physics, electron rich foods. They're electrical because that's the bottom line of what ATP, ADP, AMP is. It's electrical. And that's the bottom line of what a cell needs. It's already conscious. It already has all it needs. It's just electrical. And at a certain level, when you argue about nutrition, then how can you get to fruitarianism? And then how can you get to breatharianism? If indeed there's any breatharians on the planet. I mean, because you look at carbon, that's your carbohydrates. You look at nitrogen, it's your proteins, your hydrogen, you look into the lipid science. So you start to realize that you're breathing your nutrition. And if you get real clean, so when you start eating fruits and vegetables, particularly fruits, you start what they call hydrating. And the hydrating starts the detoxification process. We don't, that's nature. That's chemistry in action. So all these acids are proton rich or sucking all these electrons. And that's what you see detoxification. You start to see hydration and the lymph system, when you open up your kidney filtration, you start seeing a sediment in your urine. You start seeing the flow of lymph now in your body. You start to see the tightness break loose. You're going, wow, look at that. Your back pulls itself straight and scoliosis. Your legs, everybody starts to go back to where normalcy. So we hear so much about our immune system and how it protects against invaders. Can you talk to us about the two types of systems we have and how they work within our body? You know what? That's where you go back to, well, they tried to pit it on a pasture or a bee comp, but bottom line is the germ theory is ridiculous. Uh, you have to realize that nature it didn't create bacterium and fungus to destroy cells. They're natural processors. They're natural cleansers. So you bring in the chemistry, they'll answer the call. So for fungus, let's look at fungus. This is sugars, right? This is carbon. So how many people are sucking down sucrose instead of simple glucose or fructose? No, they're going complex sugars. See, they bitch about sugars, but there's a difference between complex sugars and simple sugars as there's a difference between simple amino acids and proteins. And they got to learn the difference between those two because people just kind of throw out sugars, bad for you. So now you have these baby formulas, all these insurers and pedicures with 30 grams of protein and one gram of sugar. Mother's milk has seven and a half percent sugar and less than a percent of protein. They're way off. So why all this baby food shortage is that these baby foods, they've traced it to kids getting NEC. That's necrosis of the intestinal tract because these proteins are acid-ash foods. You can't put acid-ash foods in an alkaline body without having a serious problem. And one of the problems is the body's got to yank an electrolyte, an alkaline principle, to fight it, right? There's the two sides, only two sides to chemistry. So what's the most abundant alkaline principle in the human body? Calcium. And that's what you see. You see people that eat meats and eat all these acid-ash foods, they get hernias, hemorrhoids, varicose veins, spider veins, petechia, bruising easy, they have aneurysms. You go on and on and on down that world. Why do you think, and it's probably an obvious answer, but talking about alkaline in the body, it's not taught, I'm guessing, it's not taught in medical schools, is it? No. Well, because you have certain spots of alkalosis, no question, high fungal spots in the human body that's alkalotic. 
And a lot of people do a lot of carbs. And you can create alkalosis in that using too much sugars and stuff like that. But all in all, when you take a look at that whole thing, it's easy to correct alkalosis. But when you look at everything, everything breaks down to an acid. And the reason is acids in chemistry are corrosive. And that's how nature gets its atoms again. You know, we live in a fixed universe where atoms are rearranged. You can't just say, I want to have a baby. We're going to get pregnant and have a baby. Well, that baby requires atoms. Every cell in it's made of atoms. Everything's made of atoms, right? Where are you going to get the atoms? You just pull them out of the air and go, here, I got atoms. No, 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 no. Someone has to give up their atoms for you to have something new in your world. So this is constantly going on, the movement of atoms. The world of movement of atoms is amazing. If someone had their appendix or gallbladder removed, how would that impact your thought process when discussing how they could improve their health? Well, the gallbladder is a lymphoid organ, actually. It's how you hydrolyze its lipids. And the lipids in the body is not for blood. The lipids in the body is for your lymphatic system. Your lymphatic system is a cholesterol-based system. LDL predominantly, HDL cell wall, phospholipids. And these cholesterols, these lipids are designed, and this is why your lymphatic system is a lipid mucosy-based system, because it's more protective of acids against cells. If you look at most of these acids out the crib cycles and all the uric acids, the phosphoric acids, the carbonic acids, all these acids, they're all around 3 pH. So Coca-Cola is around 2.9, Pepsi 3.1, Dr. Pepper maybe 3. So all of these carbonated drinks are around 3 pH. 3 pH will destroy a cell. What will heal a cell? About 7. You want about 7. And get blood stamped at 7.4. That's from, let's say, an omnivorous eater. Really, the closer to 8 your blood is, the faster you heal, the more you don't see pain. It's amazing. So anywhere from 7.4, in my opinion, to 7.6, that's a good, healthy blood area to be in. Again, most of these tests, most of these stats are not from totally healthy, vital human beings. And so the body, I'm guessing, is not, let's say your body was at 7, but your body, your entire body is not at 7, right? There's probably some parts that are off, or maybe if, you're, if you have a disease or something. Waxing and waning. Yeah. So look at a disease as nothing more than stagnation of acids in a local area. Doesn't matter where. If you look up diseases and you understand that what acids do to tissue, you start to look at the inflammatory process and what all that means. You start to see that, oh my God, I don't have a disease in this area. I have acids building up in this system and it's breaking down my tissue. I remove the acids, the tissue rebuilds. And that's what we do every day and I've done for 50 years is rebuild people removing the acids out of these areas. Well, the acids are not settled in the blood. They're settled in the lymphatic system. And most people don't understand that the kidneys are your major players. Your right kidney drains your right brain all the way down and your right toe all the way up. Same on the left kidney. So when one kidney goes down, that side of your body goes down. You'll have tumors on you. You'll have inflammation. You'll lose your bone, everything on one side. Until the other kidney goes, and then you'll start to see it on the other. So going back to the sodas, if you drank only water or tried to stick to drinking only water, that's the best way to go because everything else is not going to help you, right? Absolutely. And your water wants to be some good mouth water, or I'm not even a promoter of distilled water really anymore. I used to years and years ago, but a good mountain water, most people are so dehydrated and so acidic that anytime you can get an energized electrical source of nutrition, that's where you want to go. 
you've been doing this for so long. Can you almost, when you meet someone, is your mind always going and goes, you know what? I bet this person has X, Y, Z. <laughs> you can see it in the human body. And then, of course, we do the eyes and we teach you how to read the eyes. And I tell you, if you spent your money on anything, you need to come to our iridology class because if you learn how to read your eyes, which is so simple, a child, we have children taking our course, you will be able to see every cell in your body. You will be able to see your lymph system when there's nothing on the planet that looks at the lymphatic system. You'll be able to see the blood. You'll be able to see your pancreas, your liver, your gallbladder, your, the shape of your bowels, whether you have pocketed bowels, you have prolapsing, spastic, whatever. You can see all that in your iris. It's amazing, and it's no pain, no suffering, just a picture. So learn to read those, and you will have no guesses of what you're up against. Well, iridology, maybe somebody has never heard of it or doesn't understand or been exposed to it. Explain that, what that is. I know you take a picture of their eye, but what are you looking at? Okay, so you have two nervous systems in the body. You have the CNS, the central nervous system. That's the brain. That's the Oz at the end of the road, right? That's a wizard, right? Okay, so that's the overseer. However, you have to have a worker bee. So you have a worker bee nervous system that has two sides because you live in a dualistic universe. So you have to have two forces to play to have any action at all. You have to have two forces, right? So that's why you get in your egg positive, all that kind of stuff, right? Okay, so this autonomic nervous system is a sympathetic, parasympathetic. It makes you breathe. It creates peristalsis. It creates the movement of things, heartbeat, everything like that. Its brain is right here in the solar plex, the stomach area. Anybody ever hit you there? Uh-huh. But it gets its juice, neurotransmitters, out of where? The adrenal glands on top of the kidneys. And if you're eating a meat diet, you're losing your kidneys, and you pull your adrenal glands with it, and then down goes your autonomic. And then the autonomic goes down, your blood pressure goes down. Your top blood pressure, systolic, goes down. So the lower below 120, Oh, yeah, my blood pressure is only 80 over. No, you've got to have good blood pressure. And the weaker the adrenals, like I said, the lower the autonomic. Well, the autonomic turns things on and off. Even the beta cells in the pancreas that produce insulin is controlled by the autonomic nervous system. So you can have a type 1 diabetic that's a neurological type 1, not an actual beta cell type 1. This probably doesn't have the right answer to it, but is there a system or a body part that you probably should have on the top of your list. Always try to keep that healthy because that's going to fuel other things. Yeah, that's the kidneys. And I want to pull back and say that this autonomic nervous system registers the awareness and the condition of every cell in your body and translates it up to the CNS. Well, the CNS, the iris and the eyes are just an extension of both. So the iris registers when you have cellular changes and genetics. It shows us genetics. And it shows us when we're repairing genetics, and it shows us when the genetics are gone. How about that one? It's amazing what, what you can see out of this. So it's a fun thing, fun to look at. I highly recommend it. So is there anything that you've come across in your experience that given enough time and infusion of health that can't be reversed or cured? I'll put it this way. I've got nothing that we can't cure uh, from a guy, a uh, parachute that didn't open hit the water at 85 mile an hour, totally quad, broke up. He's now normal as anybody, running around, repair, shooting, rebuilt his body totally, pulled tons of people, ALS, MS out of wheelchairs, uh, skin conditions there. That's a given. You're going to clear up your skin. Uh, very few things. The 
I think the more the problem is two things. The level, because we have some that are so advanced. Uh, uh, I can show you pictures, but you'd vomit. You know, they're very advanced. Uh, those people are very difficult to save. And then there's those that, uh, you know, they don't do the diet. They don't follow their programs. They're, uh, you know, they're their own worst enemies. But if you get focused and you want to get rid of whatever you got, just understand why you got it. And you find your answers in chemistry and actually how the body works if you understand your sewer system. Now you've got a complete look of how cells operate, how they work, the food they get, and how they eliminate their waste, how the body works all of this. And it's on all our videos on the .TV channel. I, I get into that heavily on that. And then we have our school, as you know, that we teach that. We are constantly being bombarded by toxins in our food, our water, our environment. How can we best protect ourselves against them? You got to eat raw. You got to eat fruits. And uh, if you want greens and salads and stuff, vegetables, then you want your greens as much as possible. You know, and that's the only way. You've got to get your lymphatic system moving. So here's a challenge for all your listeners. Pee in a jar, especially in the morning. If it's clear, you're in trouble. This is your sewer system. The medical doctor, when I first became a biochemist and I started practice, you know, I started looking at blood uh, 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 results and, and urinalysis, and I started seeing these urinalysis coming back clear. And I'm going, because when I was in the woods, I had to pee, and I was living in my Volkswagen van up, peeing in a little jar, right, in the middle of the night or whatever, get up in the morning and see all this sediment. And if you, I know that you might show something, so I'll show this real quick, the sediment in the bottom of a jar. And I thought, oh, good, I'm detoxing. I didn't know any better. I'm detoxing, right? Yeah, that's good. Oh, I got a lot out today. Oh, I didn't get much out yet. Then, as I said, when I started seeing people that urines were clear, I'm going, why would you have clear urine in a sewer system? And it dawned on. And then I connected it to the lymphatic system, and now it all just fit together. Took me a few years to get that all together. But then when I did, it just made all the difference. I went from treating. Curing. And we, you know, get bombarded with 5G and the EMFs and all that. How is that going on our bodies? Same thing. If you're acidic, you're what's called agglomulated or what they call in chemistry, look it up, cationic. When you're in a cationic state, everybody stays home. In comes the little creatures going, oh, yummy, yummy, yummy. Your terrain is toxic. You're eating dead animal meat. You're eating their milk. No animal does that much. And even your omnivores do very little meat. Only your carnivores, look what they have to pay for. So, I mean, you're bringing in all this putrefaction, fermentation kind of foods, all this heavy complex foods like grains and beans, all full of enzyme inhibitors that can't break down properly in the body. So now all these uh, sub-creatures have to come in and help you. And then you bitch at them and you try to kill them when you're the host. You offered up the smorgasbord for them. Because you got to look at what you eat, drink, breathe, and what you put on your skin. And if you can't eat what you put on your skin, don't put it on your skin. And you got to look at what you eat and the type of vertebrae the Homo sapien is. So we've got a book, B book coming out. It's really in depth on the Homo sapien. And we went back in anthropology 10 million years to show you that the Homo sapien is a dig frugivore. Even though you might not be able to get there, but we can show you that the fruit is the only level you can regenerate your nervous system. And then here comes Yale here a few months ago saying that the brain converts glucose to fructose. They just put a nail right in that coffin for me. 
They just nailed it down. Why we're so successful with fruit and neurological regeneration? And that's because the brain needs fructose, not glucose. Oh, it's just cool stuff. We're going to tear all this apart for you in our new V-book on that. So with respect to getting healthy, what roles do our minds and our emotions play in that process? I say get out of both of them. <laughs> well, how do you get out of both of them? How do you stop thinking and how do you get control of your emotions? Well, you know, psychiatry and, and psychologists, I've got more of them as patients than anybody else. <laughs> you know, the bottom line is you've got to get out of your mind. You can't fix your mind with your mind. There's no way you can do that because your mind is simply a computer and, and a programmable instrument, totally conditioned instrument. Your awareness is what you've got to get to. That is what drives the mind, what moves the mind, what turns that switch to make the mind work. What's the power of the mind? And that's your awareness. And if you don't get to your awareness, the mind will be your awareness. And anybody can control your mind. You know that. And then you got all these uh, visitors now. They're, they're probably more powerful in their mind than any human is. So you, you, you can't play with your mind and get anywhere. You've got to get above your mind. Well, how do you get above your mind? Quit thinking. So how do you quit thinking? You become the observer of life instead of the thinker all the time. Right? And when you pull back, you're into pure consciousness. And that's total control of mind, emotions, the physical, every embodiment that you're using to express yourself. And intuition's got to come in in that, right? You're doing this checks and balances constantly within your body, you know, thinking, okay, this has worked, this didn't work, right? Yeah. So if you're listening to your higher self, my question is, who's your higher self? Who are you? If, if you've got a higher self, then who the hell are you? And that's the point is that even spirituality tends to want to separate you. And there's no separation between the creator and you. Matter of fact, if you look at every individual uh, individualized uh, creation, it is just the in, it's just the one individualizing itself. So whether you're a blade of grass, whether you're a tree in this lifetime, whether you're an embodied homo sapien, it doesn't matter. You still come out of the one. And to get back to the one, you have to get out of duality. And the mind is the representative of duality. So to get beyond the mind, you have to get a, a position of observation, not thought. And Jay Krishnamurti is probably the best teacher of that, I think, on the planet. He's passed now, but he's very good at getting you to understand that your mind is, is what your problem is. And that you can step outside of that and control your mind and not let it become the instrument of your, your uh, doubt. Have you ever had an experience in your life where you have met someone, maybe you've met, you know, traditional doctors and, and started having a conversation and you just start riffing on the information that, you know, probably you've probably forgotten half of what you know in your life and they just, you just stop them. You just blow their mind. I mean, and shift their whole paradigm. Oh yeah. All the time. I did one doc down in Miami with American Diabetes Foundation invited me to speak and this doc walked up after I spoke. He was red in the face and angry and stuff like that. And he said, I never heard of him. You could cure type 1 and all that. And here was a poor girl about 20 years old in a wheelchair, blind from type 1. And her mother was talking to me. And he's coming on. He's red faced and angry and stuff. So I said, listen, I'll tell you what I'll do. You take, give me, give me 10 of your type 1s or give me 50 of your type 1s. I'll bring a camera crew and let me show you what I can do with it. He turned around and walked off. Wait, 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 wait. You're saying that you're questioning my ability 
Then, come here, come on, come on. Let me show you what I can do with your patients. I've only had one medical doctor that sends his cancer patients to me because he saw what we could do. Outside of that, I've had some good medical doctors, <laughs> a good friend over at my house. We've spent all night, you know, just rapping and having fun, you know, and it's like you learn that people are people and sometimes your education is wrong and you've just got to be prepared for that. Now that you're learning Harvard and all these people are having more serious problems and the woke agendas and all these things like that, one thing's fine, but you can't shove things down people's throat. You know, uh, you can't change your test results or your, your study results. You can't work with an agenda. You're a school. You're supposed to teach truth, but you don't see that anymore. So I think uh, the truth is, is that most people should look at trade schools, stuff like this. That's where you're going to learn. Find your thing. You don't have to learn calculus to go to a plumbing school. So do you think we can write the ship? Probably not on a global level, on an individual level. We have to do it individually. We have to heal ourselves. Yeah, because anything outside of you is just that. It's outside of you. So it doesn't matter what the movie is or where you are, what you're watching and all that. Who's the watcher of the movie? And that's where you should put your attention and try to find out who you really are and what are you doing here, you know? And you're only going to know that when you step away from the mind. All the conditioned states, anything that told you this and that, you got to step back into truth. And the only way you can do that is just move into it. You know, if you look at how things express themselves, consciousness expresses itself by becoming that which it wants to know. So consciousness, if it wants to know what a mountain is like, it becomes the mountain. The mind wants to know what something's like. It has to have something to analyze it. It's like a library. You have to find a place to put it. You have to have a category for it, past experiences, because the mind, the lower part of the mind has the past and the future. So this whole mind thing has to adjust and work with the experiences to categorize and see if it's a safe or harmful or whatever. You know, it's constantly doing that. But that's not the awareness that drives it. That's not you. It's a body you're using. Call it the mind, but it's a body you're using to be able to communicate and experience in creation and duality. Consciousness is not duality. There's no male or female. There's nothing in consciousness but pure awareness. And pure oneness, I mean, it's just an intense level of the alone, intense level of the alone. So that movie that is your life, the story that is your life, you need to just observe the story, right? Watch the story. I mean, you created the story. Now watch it and let it work itself out and you'll be free from it. If not, your story generally has you by the throat. And most people are unhappy today and they're whacked out and everything else. Stop your story. You're creating all this. Your thoughts, your desires, you know, your desires bind you to the object of your desires. So be careful that you don't want to be bonded by something. And it's particularly a desire. Everything you own, you're bonded to. So that's why Buddha, after sitting about 17 years under a tree, said, I did it. I don't give a crap anymore. I'm done. Detachment. We don't care anymore. And when you don't care, you're free. When you care, it's gotcha. Oh, that's gotcha. You don't care anymore. You let the divine handle it. It just frees you energetically then. The energy of the cells increases. The alkalinity of the body increases. You know, all this, what they might call stress, is eliminated and things like that. Ages ago, I remember I was fretting over losing a TV that I owned. And I was talking to somebody about it. And I was kind of, you know, I wouldn't say distraught, but I wasn't happy that I had to, had to sell it because I needed, you know, the money. And they stopped and said, you said you owned the TV. I said, yeah. He goes, who owns who? And I've never forgotten that. Smart dude, because that's exactly what it is. And your desires, they own you. Your thoughts own you. 
So you have to get out of that. You can use the mind, but you have to be able to develop the ability to use the mind at a distance where you can watch the thoughts and you don't want them coming in because they're coming in from all places. Every thought you think is not yours. You got to get used to that. Somebody can plant thoughts in easy. Again, your world, you're driving your car. All these other people are driving their cars, whether you're a blade of grass, whether you're a tree, that's still a car. And everybody's in their cars, right? And so if you want to take on a bunch of other cars, then everybody, then you get into all this karmic mess and then everybody just fighting and, and back and forth and it's just a big, huge karmic mess. So to be free from all of that, and then look at the emotions people go through, relationship emotions, all kinds of emotions, right? So how do you deal with that? You got to get to where you don't care and trust the divine. I want to make sure that I heard this correctly. Are you working on not one, but two books now? Four, actually. Four books. The first one is Fruit and Berries, the Natural Food of Man. And the whole book is Man is a Frugivore. And it'll be a scientific book. And always we're into the gut tissue. We're into levels of hydrochloric acid. We're into all kinds of things, right? The second book out is The Great Lymphatic System. It is actually the number two volume in a series called The Illusion Called Diseases. And because if you believe in the world of diseases, you're trapped by the medical illusion. And once you learn the truth of how the body really works and what chemistry is all about, you have this aha moment and pretty soon you realize that these are just a bunch of unaware people that their egos have been so puffed up, suddenly they are into the health field. These people are not in the health field. Medical has nothing to do with health. Their surgery or emergency room. And I spent about six years of my life in ERs. So emergency rooms could use nature paths for sure, big time. So there's so many things that medical can use naturally in a hospital. But in reality, they're surgery. When you go out and claim you're in the world of diseases, you created that illusionary concept, the germ theory. You own that. And so you have to explain it. And the problem is you can't explain it. So then they come up with phraseology like autoimmune and crap like that that has no truth in it whatsoever. Your immune system is not attacking itself whatsoever. This is all about your body's inability to remove the waste from the food you're eating. And you fix that and you're going, oh, wow. I heard you say recently, it's what you do all the time that really gets you. What did you mean by that? I mean, you can do anything once in a while and get away with it. Everything's karmatic. There's no question about that. But karma just simply means for every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction, right? So and you can claim anything's karmatic, but you want to be careful about the ones that keep you cycling. <laughs> but what you do all the time, if you take a side road here, a side road there, but where are you in your consciousness and where are you in your daily food intake? Why are you eating cooked food? What animal cooks their food before they eat? What animal processes their food before they eat? None of them, but most of them don't like processed food. So when you look at all this stuff and you wonder, and then you get these biochemists that put together all these uh, baby foods and all this stuff like that, you're going, but it doesn't match mother's milk. It doesn't have the electrical and the chemistry ratios that it should. It has what a biochemist thinks you need. Well, that's all propaganda because we live in a protein-rich society, right? Nothing can be further from the truth. I want to talk about something that you and I talked about briefly a few years ago, and that's infrared saunas or saunas in general. What are your thoughts there? I hired this federal attorney. She's a sweetheart, and she was a federal criminal defense attorney. She came to one of my classes with her daughter, and I asked the daughter, I said, did you bring your mom? She goes, no, my mom brought me. I go, oh, I like her. Yeah, and we're talking constitutional law in front of the group and everything, knowing a little bit, you know, I said, well, I like this lady. 
So I hired her for to be the attorney for the company. And she was hell-bent on infrared sinus. So I said, throw me the scientific data. Because I said, all these isolated radiations burn from the inside out, right? And anything that heats from the inside out, walk away from it, like microwave and all this stuff. Because by the time you feel it on the outside, you're already destroyed the inside. So if you get in the literature and you read it, it heats from the inside. You do not want something heating you, heating the cell up first. That's why you have a skin. So you want to be real careful with any of these isolated rays, just like isolated chemistry. You don't want to mess with chemistry. If you want to find a homeostasis or a balance within your chemical compounds in the body, fix digestion, absorption, utilization, which is your endocrinology, and then fix elimination, and you won't have anything deficient. If you can prove deficiency after I fix those things in your body, you won't even be thinking that. Because I'm going to have you all the obstructions to the flow of your three energy flows, blood, nerve, and lymph. I'm going to remove all those obstructions. And when I do, your energy level is going to shoot the moon and energy, too much energy. You know, it's like, well, eating energy, if you want energy, you have to eat. If you want energy and you're eating dead animals and you're eating grains and beans, uh, they take energy from you. I don't know. Uh, so people don't realize those things. That's most of what they're doing is taking their energy away from them, not giving them back. Finally, other than like, you know, mountain spring water or mountain water, good water and, and good foods, what would you suggest to help massage? What external things would you suggest that someone do? Definitely sunshine, indirect or direct for, you know, 20 minutes to 30 minutes a day or twice that if possible. I live out in the sun. Definitely a good sauna could always work, especially if you're really backed up. You have a low thyroid, get your thyroid up, get your body sweating again, start eliminating through your skin again. You're talking about a, a, like a hot sauna, a wet sauna, not an infrared sauna. Right, like a steam sauna. Right. And then if you go to massage, I love those, but you want a massage therapist that knows kinesiology because she's not going to give you a lymph drainage to the heart. She's going to give you a lymphatic drainage the way it should be to the kidneys. And opening up the neural lymphatic points is a huge deal because these are the neural lymphatic points to all your organs and glands. So by using them, you can either shut someone down or you can turn them back on again. I can shut down your thyroid or I can turn it on either way. So you can play that game a little bit in hyper and hypo cases. But good massage, absolutely. Big thing is kidney filtration and kidneys hate proteins. Kidneys in the GI tract are the most abused tissues in the human body through protein consumption. And of course, the blood gets hit real bad with the proteins. And of course, they lose so much calcium in their uh, connective tissue basement that you see all kinds of problems with the vascular walls. Well, Dr. Morris, you always have all of the information. I told someone this week, I've never been able to stump this man. And I'm telling you, when I get back down to Florida, I will just be bending your ear like I always do. I am so grateful that you came on the podcast. Love you, man. I miss seeing you. I miss seeing you. Thank you. Love you, man. Thanks so much. The Good Foods Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The claims, comments, opinions, or information heard should never be used in place of your medical provider's advice or your doctor's direction. Thank you for listening. Follow us on social media and wherever you get your podcasts. Good health through good food. Good Foods Grocery.